welcome to Embracing Significance, the podcast. I'm Jasmine Fryman, your host, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in. If you haven't listened to my previous episode on Where Is Your Confidence Part 1, I'd encourage you to go listen to it because it'll flow right along with this one. If not, that's totally okay. You can listen to this one and then listen to the other, whatever the Lord leads you to. So we're going to pick it up back in 1 Samuel 17, 31 through 40. And it says, What David said was overheard and reported to Saul, and Saul sent for him. David said to Saul, Let no one lose heart on the account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Saul replied, You are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off his sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul dressed David in his tunic, in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. And we're going to stop right here because I want to talk about this portion of scripture. But before I do, I just want to sum up what basically happens at the end. So uh, Goliath and David basically um, come at each other and Goliath is coming to attack him. And David um, slings him with a stone in his forehead and he falls to the ground and he... um, is struck and killed and then David goes and retrieves his head and he wins um, basically which is a, such an awesome story but specifically what David says in the midst of that is just so um, powerful and important so I'd encourage you just to go back and read it um, but we're going to be focusing on these specific scriptures because I I feel like it's so important like regarding like confidence um and like in who god made us but also um being just authentic and real with like who we are and um not who others want us to be or who um we could be tempted to try to be um and so in verse 31 it says that david what david said was overheard and reported to saul and saul sent for him and I kind of just want to elaborate a little bit more because our confidence in the Lord will open doors and give us opportunities we never thought possible. But if we limit ourselves and even limit like what the Lord puts on our heart or like what he guides us to, like we can hinder those doors that he might have open for us. But because um, we're timid or we're shy or we don't feel confident enough to be able to do what God is leading us to do it can hinder us from walking through important doors and speaking to important people because 
there are people right now that you've probably inspired or you've probably um, ministered to their heart in some way or another. And because of that, like, they're growing closer to God or, like, they have a new perspective on God or um, they're getting more intimate with the Lord um, because you were just obedient. And that's so important for us to be able to do that. And then David said to Saul, like, that he was going to go out and fight him. And then Saul told him that you're not going to be able to do that because you're only a young man. And look at him. He's been like a, a warrior from his youth. And I think what's interesting is when Saul had basically told David that he's not able to go, he didn't like say, no, I don't think you should go. No, Saul tried to cap David and tell him that he can't go. Like, you're only this and he is that. Like, you cannot go. And he literally said, like, Goliath had been a warrior from his youth. And I think the most powerful thing about this is David didn't let even somebody of high authority, like a king as Saul, to tell him his worth. Or to tell him what he wasn't able, like what he was able to do or what he wasn't able to do. Because David knew that because he had the Lord, he was able to fight this battle. And ultimately, like it was the Lord's battle and David was just a vessel. But it it's so interesting to look at it because he says he's been a warrior from his youth. And David, he didn't have to prove himself, but he did. He began to tell Saul that even though he watched his father's sheep, when a lion or bear came to carry off one of the sheep, he would go after it, rescue it from its mouth, and kill it. And so he explained to Saul who he was and how he's a warrior too, and that Goliath may be, may have been a warrior from his youth, but he's a warrior in his youth. And I think that's the distinction from it. Like, he is that warrior in his youth. Like, he is that warrior. And at the end, he declared his dependency on the Lord. He said that the Lord, the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. He had so much courage, but he had so much confidence at the same time that he was able to speak to Saul in such a way with with such authority and to who he was and his worth and his confidence in the Lord, but not just his confidence in the Lord for who, you know, David was, but also for what the Lord was going to do. Like he had confidence in who God was and that allowed him to have confidence in who he was. And so David knew God and that showed through the confidence he had in himself because it was shown through him and he knew his worth. And when we are confident in who God is, our confidence in who we are flows from him. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being confident as long as you're not arrogant, right? And as long as it comes from the right source. If it's coming from your flesh, you're confident because of who you are. If it's coming from the Spirit, you're confident 
because of who God says you are. And I think that's very important. And and I want y'all to catch that because our society, even today, wants to instill a false sense of confidence, a artificial sense of confidence, and a fake sense of confidence. And there is no realness. There is no authenticity. There is no... I, I mean, sure, if you look around, like everybody is their own person, but the, the confidence that they're deriving from is other people, right? So they're comparing themselves to other people. They're, everything they're doing is based off an influencer, okay? Based off somebody on TikTok or somebody on Instagram, all of this confidence, they're seemingly getting their confidence from what this um, influencer is telling them to do. And I'm very careful when I say that because I know there's even Christian influencers. But y'all, like, even as a Christian, like, we can be conformed to um, this sense of confidence where instead of drawing our confidence from the Lord, we're drawing our confidence from this Christian influencer. And, and that's kind of the dependency we're having on them is we're saying, okay, if they're going to do this and if they're going to, read their Bible like this, then I'm going to read my Bible like that. Or if they're going to pray like this, then I'm going to pray like that. Like there's no authenticity of ourself. And that's sad. And like our society needs to know that God created you in his image. But God also knitted you in your mother's womb. God made you specifically for a purpose. Everybody knows the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11 For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. For I know the plans I have for you. And when we talk about plans, like God literally has it all planned out. And so if God has it all planned out, then I don't have to worry and I don't have to stress. I can rest. And I can be confident in the Lord. And I can be confident in who He created me to be. Because He has a specific plan for me. And we need to stop looking to other people to get ourselves filled. Because all it's going to do when we're looking to a human being is going to be empty. It's going to drain us. We are going to be dissatisfied. We are going to be discontent. Jealousy and comparison are going to overwhelm us. We are going to have a heart of covetedness where we are going to covet other people, covet their things. And see that, okay, if they have that, then I want that too. And we completely leave Jesus out of it. We completely leave what God would want us to do out of it. And we stifle the Holy Spirit. We stifle him. We suffocate him. That's what the word stifle means. And there's a scripture that says, do not stifle the Holy Spirit. And what stifle means is to suffocate. And y'all, we have suffocated the Holy Spirit out of our lives. We have suffocated him. And he needs to be overflowing. And he needs to be able to breathe. But in order for him to breathe, we have to let go. There are some things that we have to let go. Whatever you're holding on to that is holding you back from being who God created you today, you need to let go. Whatever that is, it needs to be let go. And... You know, I was praying this morning. God was like, you're made in my image. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. You're a masterpiece. I created you for good works a long time ago. Like, 
to complete the purpose and plan I have for you. I knitted you in your mother's womb. You are who you who I've created you to be. God, today I want to strive to be the woman that you've created me to be. The wife, the friend, the daughter, the 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 mom one day like that you created me to be today. And so now the mindset that I have is God Today, help me be the woman you created me to be. Help me be the godly woman you created me to be. And I think that's something that we all need to hear is like, there is no one day. That one day is going to be in heaven when we're going to be completely perfect. That one day is going to be in heaven. But for today, God gives us the grace for today and we all fall short and we're all sinners. We all make mistakes. We all have this sense of, you know, this flesh, and then we have the sense of the spirit. And like I talked about before, like they're constantly at war with each other. But we have to pursue God to get to the place of the confidence He has for us. We have to remove everything in our heart and our mind that is hindering us from being who God created us to be today. And then have that continual truth to be poured over us and to be instilled within us that, Lord, if there's anything hindering me today from being the woman or man that you created me to be, reveal it to me. The scripture that says, create in me a clean heart and renew a loyal spirit within me. We have to want that and we have to continually have our hearts surrendered and open to God. Because if we don't, That very thing is going to hinder everything God has for you. When we are confident in the Lord, our confidence flows from Him and actually encourages other people. You see, because of what David said, Saul said, Okay, go and the Lord be with you. He was convinced. David convinced Saul of his confidence in the Lord. Y'all, we do that. You know, God can you can use us if we're open every single day for someone. And although we may not physically speak to somebody or pray over somebody that day, we're examples because y'all being led by the Spirit is so important. Having your heart open, you know, there are days when the Lord leads me to go pray for somebody at Dunkin' Donuts, and then there are days that um, I'm I just walk around as an example. Like, Every day, okay, every day I walk around as an example and as an ambassador of the Lord. I'm not perfect. I have my days, trust me. But the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead us to speak a word over somebody or to pray for somebody. And we just have to be open to it. And then there are days where God may not physically do that, physically speak that to you, but He may... Tell your heart, speak to your heart saying, call this person or text this person. Or maybe you're a husband or you're a wife and it's you're, you're a continual example of Christ. You, you have that opportunity every single day to be an expression of God's love. Your marriage is your highest ministry, okay? That is your most important ministry. And if you have kids, they're right under that. And then everybody else around you gets to reap that. They get to reap it. 
Y'all, God wants to use you every single day. And every single day might not look the same. It might look different. And God is going to use us in different ways. And so you have to be open. And you can't just have your mind set on um, how you feel like God is going to use you every day. You can pray about it. But don't, don't limit to what God can do. Because then it's just going to lead to disappointment and discouragement because we're human. And then I love this last portion where it says that, you know, Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. And he fastened the sword on him. And David tried walking around and it says because he was not used to them. And see, David had enough confidence and he knew who he was and he had such a strong worth in the Lord that he knew that I can't go in these because I'm not used to them. I'm not used to this. See, in a sense, Saul tried to dress David in something that was his own. He tried to put things on him that he thought would be good because it worked for him. But David knew it didn't work for him. He knew what worked for him. It was his shepherding staff, five smooth stones that he put in his shepherd's bag with the sling in his hand. Y'all, he did not compromise who he was for who Saul wanted him to be or wanted him to wear. And some of you have the opinions, you have the thoughts, and you have the words that people have spoken over you or expect you to be, and you need to strip them off. You need to do what David has said and take them off. David took them off. It says, so he took them off because David knew he couldn't go in them and he knew he wasn't used to them. He was used to his shepherding staff, his shepherding bag, his stones, and his sling. That was what God gave him. That is how he used to, that is what he used to kill the lion and the bear. Those were his weapons. And his most powerful weapon, powerful weapon of all was the Lord. The Lord is the one who rescued him. And he knew that. So he knew whatever I have in my hands now is what God gave me and God is going to deliver me and God is going to rescue me. And I don't need to be somebody else. I don't need to wear somebody else's clothing. I don't have to be who somebody else wants me to be to do what God has called me to do. Y'all be authentic. That's what David was. He was authentic with himself. He knew his worth and I can't say it enough. He knew who he was and he didn't need to compromise. Stop compromising who you are for who somebody else wants you to be and start praying, God, make me the man or woman that you have created me to be today and reveal to me anything that I'm compromising, that I'm coveting, that I'm idling, that is hindering in my heart that is causing me to not be all you've created me to be. It's so beautiful to me when I read that 
that David did not compromise. He took his shepherding staff because that's who he was. That's who he was. He was a shepherd. Sometimes he has to see, too, that you're going to be faithful in the little, that you're going to be faithful with what he's put in your hands, that you're going to shepherd well, that you're going to go after the one, like Jesus did, okay? The, this rimble, uh, resembles Jesus so perfectly. Just as David went after the one, Jesus goes after the one. Y'all, we have to be willing to step out and go after the one. We have to be willing to, to tend, even if God only gives us one person, one follower, one assignment, one mission, one word. We have to be willing to steward it well, to be faithful with it, to be honest with the little so we're not dishonest with the much and faithful in the little so we're faithful in the much. He has to know that he can trust us. God knew that he could trust David because his, his worth and his dependency was on him. He knew, David knew that I can't do this without the Lord. That the Lord is going to be the one that's going to get the glory from it. The Lord is going to be the one that's going to rescue me. The Lord is going to be the one that is ultimately fighting this battle. He's just using me. So let's bring this authenticity to who we are and embrace it embrace who God has us to be has called us to be has made us to be has delicately designed us to be let's be authentic in who we are and stop trying to be somebody else we don't need to be anybody else but as we end I just want to encourage you if you have low self-esteem if your confidence is so low, who hurt you? Like, honestly, like, like my heart, it grieves for you. And it, and if I was sitting with you, I, I would hold your hand and I would pray for you. Write it down. If you don't have the confidence that you know you should in, in the Lord and in yourself, what makes you think that you can't be confident? What makes you think that you can't walk around with your head up and your shoulders back? Because that's what God would want you to do. And I'm not talking about an arrogant sense. I'm talking about of knowing that you're, you're loved. Lisa Turkis says, um, in Sing Beautiful Again, the book, she says, to live like you're loved, not live to be loved. There's nothing wrong with being confident in that. What words do you have over you? What are you comparing? You know, write them down. Spend some time with the Lord. Y'all, this is a this is a lifelong process to be to have confidence in the Lord every single day. And and to have dependency on Him. It's a process, but Y'all, we can do it. Like through the Lord, through the community He provides for us, like we can do it. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I pray that the Lord blessed you and spoke to you in a special way. Join me for another episode every first and third Thursday. 
I pray you have a great rest of your week. And if you don't mind taking five to 10 minutes and hitting that follow button and subscribing and sharing with a friend or someone who might need it and leaving a five-star review. Until next time, talk to you soon.